and welcome to the Gaming Podcast Live. We are back. We are back. We are back once again. Post-awards, post-gaming awards. It was very exciting. If you didn't join us on Wednesday, go and check out the VOD after the podcast. Um, and, and yeah, I mean, I'm, so I'm Robin. I'm the founder and editor of Game Magazine. Uh, we're here every two weeks with our wonderful sort of gaming gossip. Uh, and, of course, you can catch up with all the latest news and features by visiting Gaming Magazine. Uh, but, of course, I can never do this alone. So it's a, a lovely welcome, as always, to the fabulous Mia. Wait, wait, that's me, right? You said that's fabulous. That's you, yeah, you, that's you, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. I, thought meant, well, I thought you were talking about somebody else. Hi, how are you doing? I'm good. Good evening. I'm good. It is uh, just past 9 p.m. in the yes. UK here, and uh, it's very late on a Sunday, so uh, my energy levels are a bit all over the place, but hello, hello, I am so excited to uh, be back again doing this once again. I always have so much fun uh, doing this podcast. How, how have you been? I'm good. I mean, I st- we're still obviously for regulars watchers of the show. We're, we've given up on microphones in the Grey household. We're now on the Britney mic because that seems to be the only thing that doesn't cause interference. Um, At the moment, we'll figure it out. We'll figure it out. We'll, well, we're going to have to try some new. I, we've got another. We've got a different platform that we can have a little play around with. But what with the awards and everything that we uh, so successfully pulled off this week, um, I haven't had a it chance to. I haven't had a chance so to good. figure anything out. So. I uh, yeah. actually co-streamed that with the uh, community. It was a yes. lot of fun, um, especially oh oh, um, what was the presenter's name? Name names escape me. You know, oh, terrible Susie. names. Robin. Susie Ruffle. Susie Ruffle. Yeah, yeah, the set that she did, absolutely fantastic. <laughs> okay, but she completely confused most Americans. Yes, like, there were no, people, I did notice that. Like, there were people in the chat. Like she was going at like 90 mile an hour in a sort of London accent <laughs> and like people in the chat were going, what is this? I know it's funny, but I can't understand it. It was very British. Let's, let's just say that. But um, I heavily enjoyed it. Like I, I, she was such a great addition to especially uh, even more representation, queer representation in there too. Absolutely. Fantastic. Absolutely. And of course, you couldn't see you couldn't see her, um, but we also were joined by the wonderful Shay Thompson, uh, lending her voice uh, mm-hmm. and her sort of mm-hmm. uh, POC queerness to the to the proceedings as well. The so. lovely, lovely Shay Thompson. We Absolutely. had her on uh, a while ago now, wasn't it? How long ago was that? Yeah. that, was, that was Just before Christmas. It was for the it was Just for the nominee reveal. Mm. Thought it was more recent than that. No, that's no. Uh, that's crazy. Yeah, Absolutely. it's nice that we can have so many wonderful people join us, though. And just as a quick reminder for those of you joining us right now, live in chat, you can interact with the podcast both here in Twitch chat while we're live and over in a special section on the Gaming Magazine Discord, which you can get to by going to gamingmag.com forward slash Discord. Make sure you check that out. It's always a fun time. There's lots of things to do when we're not doing the podcast as well. So make sure you check that out. Um, Speaking of super wonderful special guests, super special guests, uh, this week... Funnily enough, we just so happen to have the winner of the uh, the title LGBTQIA plus streamer of the year for the Gaming Awards 2021. And uh, yeah, let's check out the moment that they won. See a Matt. Yes, medium Matt. Me a bite. I don't know if I'll win, but I am excited to just be nominated. And the winner is Dia. Oh my God, thank you so much. My mic is so fucked up. My mic is horrible. 
the world. I really think that we push. Please welcome. <laughs> it's the wonderful Dia. Hi. Um, I just want to say really quick. It the announcer <laughs> says Mia bite and just nothing like there's nothing that crosses was... my face. I don't say a thing. I have to tell you, I was I was super nervous. And I felt sick, so that's why I did. It's I wasn't going to bring that up, but I, you, it was goes, it was Meteor Matt, and you're like, yes, Meteor Matt, and it was Mia bite. I was like, well, <laughs> well, I, the thing with Meteor. Honestly, Matt, if you hadn't mentioned anything that, I wouldn't have even. <laughs> We're feuding, apparently, based on my face. Oh, yeah, no, we're definitely we're feuding. feuding. Yeah, I'm so angry at you right now. Let's start the <laughs> fake drama because that's good for, you know, yeah, that's we'll what you get the money. Clicks, so. yeah. We'll get yeah. some clicks. Yeah. Well, mm -hmm. with Meteor Matt, Meteor Matt was like one of my first supporters ever. Like when I was, when I had no viewers at all, Meteor Matt would come and say hi to me in my oh. chat. So I know him oh. from four years ago. So that's I was just like, cute. oh my gosh. Same with Biggest Venice. Who is also oh, Ben? Okay, Ben's uh, yeah, he's lovely. I know. A, I know a lot of the um, nominees. Yeah, all of uh, all of whom are absolutely wonderful, minus mm -hmm. myself, but everybody else. No, including you. You're amazing. How's, but, but how's, to keep the drama, yes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, we're totally Let, fighting. Let's keep let's keep the tension going. Um, how have you been? How's been two, three, four days of being LGBTQ streamer of the year? It's just, it's just crazy. I'm so, like, I meant it in the clip where I said I'm just, like, happy to be there. I'm happy to be nominated. Like, it's, it's just, it's, it's an indescribable feeling to feel recognized, especially with a group of people that so many of them, I know them and I respect them. And I don't know if I feel, like, on the same level as all of them. And so it's just an honor. It's, it's mm. a complete honor. And I'm so humbled and proud. Because you were co-streaming with uh, Dia as well, weren't you? You were sort of squad I was co-streaming with myself, yeah. yes. Oh, I'm sorry. And I was also wow. co-streaming with Bitch <laughs> Sorry, Sunday night. Um, now Robin no, and Dia no, are fighting. Uh. No, it's fine. Uh, yeah, um, now we've got more drama. Well, you, you were right. I was streaming with myself. I was there. Yeah. I was there on screen. I was there in person. Uh, <laughs> what were you, what yeah. were you trying to say, Robin? What were you trying to say? <laughs> I was just saying, like, you were you were co-streaming with Bitch Pudding. You were watching. There you go. You were watching along and you were chatting a bit. Because I was... Yes. Because I had, like, three screens set up in front of me. I had, like... The, the output on this one i had the the twitch stream on that one I, I, no, I because i knew what was coming i actually had my ipad in front of me with your stream so i was actually watching most of the show Finger through your hovering stream. over the clip button clearly <laughs> yes mm -hmm. basically yeah, <laughs> yeah I, for the clip. I asked bitch pun because i was like because we're both nominated and we're both sisters like we're really good friends and i just when it comes to like like you asked me to be on a podcast, no problem. I'm fine. I feel like normal, feeling good. But um, since I was up for an award, I felt like sort of sick over it when I woke up that day. I was like, I was like, oh my god, I just feel nervous and I feel gross. And I was texting bitch. I was like, do you want to be on a call? Do you want to like join me? And I asked her several times, and I was like, she doesn't want to. <laughs> But then like a half hour before she was like, yeah, let's do it. I, sorry, I was, she was in the middle of whatever she was doing. And it was, it was really nice to share that moment with her. Cause I was, again, like, I just felt nervous and felt gross. And um, it was nice to have my sister there that was also nominated. And she was so kind and hyping me up when I won. Like, and I, I was hoping to be that for her if, had she won. 
because mm. she's iconic. I was rooting for her. I vote. I I myself voted for her. So um, Aww, I really cute. wanted. I really wanted. I, I wanted anyone of, that was nominated to win, but I really wanted her to win too. And mm-hmm. she wanted. Oh, definitely, me you definitely want your 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 yeah. good things to your friends. Yeah, and, absolutely. Yeah, my good Judy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I, I it was it was so nice to share that moment with her too, especially because. Um, her stream for some reason was in ha- ahead of mine. I had like a 10 second delay and she was like, okay, they're going to announce the winner. I'm going to mute. And then I muted too. So she knew already. And she's just waiting for me to oh. get on the call. But she, she, I think she knew ahead of time as well. Like I was really scared that I might've given the game away because we were booking in guests and I knew we were going to be doing this podcast. I knew who'd won we did the edit because we did the edit um and i needed you to be to new to sort of book yourself in to be here so i kind of thought like is me booking her in for three days for the immediate podcast straight after the awards is that going to be a complete spoiler um you said it people are going to know in the future when the awards are coming up well we might be giving the game away now well um we had several calls before like because we just talk we don't talk every day but we talk like a few times a week mm-hmm. like good friends um and she had mentioned like the day before or a few days before she was like well you're booked for the sunday after and like <laughs> i had told her that like i had to i think i told her that i had to re-record because i didn't accept my speech right like i didn't yeah. accept the award right so i told her and she was like well i didn't have to re-record mine so you probably won <laughs> and I'm like, well, I think you won. No, it was it was it was more the fact that you you said the wrong thing. Yeah, <laughs> it's just like it, my... instructions go over my head. Like it takes me a few tries. If anyone wants to hire me for like a cover girl commercial, it takes me a few tries. Just like, like any of the of top days. models. Yeah, totally, absolutely. Um, cool. We'll come back to we'll come back to chatting more with you specifically about sort of the stream and about everything else. Absolutely. But, Let's kick off the podcast with our usual topics of uh, the games we've been playing recently. Mia, is it uh, how's Genshin been? Um, Genshin's been fun. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I've actually annoying. been playing a lot less Genshin, uh, Genshin recently. I've been trying to do like all my 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 dailies and stuff, like at least, and then pretty much dropping it for everything else. Um, but no, I've played all sorts uh, at the moment. Um, so I actually played. I, I've had a, like a packed last two weeks so there's a lot for me to go through i played super liminal which is fantastic first of all um played that game it's very like uh it's a it's a first person puzzle game where you're playing around with uh perspectives of things in order to solve uh well puzzles and like progress like you go from room to room you have to solve each of the puzzles very kind of portal-esque i'm not Mm. sure if you've ever played that kind of like but it has the feeling it reminds me of um the beginner's guide not sure if you ever played that one either no so that was kind of like a walking simulator (laughs) yeah um but essentially it's it's like kind of like a little bit wacky and like warp shirt like you have to think outside of the box in order to solve these puzzles sometimes quite literally actually um because you'll see an item like an orange or something in the game teaches you very early on that uh, if you pick that up and say move backwards wherever that is in your vision it'll just become that size in the environment it's super hard to explain but it's like wow. you can yeah, the size oh, of objects I'm, based i'll on be honest i'm completely not following <laughs> yeah well anyway it's a fantastic puzzle game well worth it and it has a, a really good message behind it about like uh i don't want to spoil anything though but it's definitely worth playing i think it's just on the epic store at the moment which is kind of 
I'm not sure if it's is on Steam, but I, I played it on the Epic Store because that's the code I, I was given. But um, it's a fantastic experience, and I would definitely recommend it. Now, a, a very different experience that I had uh, this past two weeks um, was more along the line of, of self-torture, and that's because I, I jumped into a very specific set of uh, Super Mario Maker 2 uh, oh. levels. Uh, made Cute. by the wonderful Ross O'Donovan, uh, otherwise known as Rubber Ninja, Super Rubber Ross World. He's quite known for like making very, very difficult uh, Mario Maker levels. And um, essentially now what you can do in, Super- in Mario Maker 2 is make whole like worlds, like worlds upon worlds and make your own little game, essentially. Wow. I've been trying to get my way through that and it has been... I have screamed a lot. <laughs> <laughs> More than I ever have, like playing something like Dead by Daylight or a horror game. Like it's 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 been infuriating, but I've been like loving every uh, minute of it. It's been absolutely fantastic. Um, so definitely worth playing that if you do like platformers. Um, other than that, uh, we did a charity stream on Friday. I played Danganronpa Two. Started um. doing a charity playthrough of Danganronpa Two with a bunch of voice actors. I've got a bunch of. Um, people that are involved in the industry. So we uh, we jumped into the game. We all gave ourselves assigned roles. Uh, I got to do my Mano Kuma voice, which is yes. always fun. And um, uh, we ended up raising around £1,000 for charity. It was... Uh, very good. It, it, was fun. it was like a very laid-back experience as well. So I wasn't actually expecting to raise any money, um, honestly. But it was absolutely that probably the most fun I've ever had streaming, just hanging out with a bunch of cool people and just making fun of each other in silly voices. Uh, so you can definitely check that out on the Twitch channel as well if you want to check that out. Which, and, um, um, yeah. Sorry, which, which charity were you fundraising for? Oh, I was literally about to say, uh, Special oh, okay. Effect. It was Game Blast this week. Oh, nice. It's still oh, Game yes, Blast it was. This yes, it was. Yes, it was. So, yeah, that's Special Effect. And what they do is that they, uh, they, they aid the uh, physically disabled and getting yep. access to like video games and uh, technology just basically improving their quality of life uh so it was a fantastic uh charity to support i actually know a fair few people from um who are involved in the organization so uh it was it was great to be able to 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 do that too um then it was my birthday yesterday happy birthday thank you uh, so we ended up playing Valheim on the birthday stream. A little bit of Genshin. A little bit of Genshin. <laughs> Can't stay with yeah. Couldn't resist. Have you played Valheim? Has anybody played Valheim? No. No. Okay, so it's interesting. Um, I'm really... I didn't enjoy it at the very beginning because it's a, it's another, like, uh, survival game, kind of like Minecraft. Um, but this is, like, Viking Minecraft. It's got a very Ooh. retro... Kind of like old PC game, uh, PS1 era graphic. Look, oh, I my guess. boyfriend's been playing that. Mm. Yeah, it's it's a lot of fun. Like you can just, I wouldn't recommend playing it solo unless you really like those games. But personally, like I jumped in with a bunch of uh, friends, like some of the moderators, and we've just been like building building stuff and going after monsters and things. It's uh, it was so much fun. And uh, other than that, that's, yeah, it's been a bit of a packed week, actually. Other than that, like, uh, there was WandaVision uh, yesterday. Yes. yes. I'm not going to talk about it, but it was, <laughs> as usual, it was fantastic. And I was actually a little bit worried because I feel like nothing that they do now can kind of live up to the expectation, the hype that's behind this. They've but kept um, it going. I was so, so happy with that episode. Mm-hmm. And it's so really, really clever the way they used it to basically develop backstory for Wanda. 
Yeah, um, yeah. Again, not going into spoilers. Oh, okay. Um, fantastic episode. It was Friday. It's Sunday now. <laughs> I know, but they don't do the spoiler thing until until Monday, and I don't want to spoil things for people. So. I haven't watched it at all, but I love that. Exactly. So I, Think I, of I, our guest. <laughs> if you really want to spoil it, I haven't watched it, so I, mean, I haven't <laughs> lost anything by getting invested. But it's no, fine. You no, it, should. It's so good. Yeah. But I yeah. love so X-Men, so I, I do want to watch it. Mm-hmm. Even even for sort of um, friends of mine who are very casual uh, sort of Marvel fans, like they haven't obsessed over every single film, but they've caught the odd one or two. Like it, it really does sort of play into some of the backstory of a lot of the films, but it's they were able to watch it as a very standalone kind of thing. So it, it mm-hmm. kind of, it brings you along with enough of what it needs to bring you along with. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, no, it, it's super, super amazing. At so. this point, I'm... I'm really hoping that they stick the landing because they've built it up so much now. I think they will. Like they've had, they've had years to sort of figure this out. Mm -hmm. Um, Mm -hmm. And it's less about the landing. I think it's more about the springboard going forward because uh, one wanders, wanders off to um, the next uh, Dr. Strange movie. Mm -hmm. So she's already, that's confirmed. So I think it's actually going to bounce forwards rather than just trying to stick the landing in terms of that's that sort of thing. So Mm. I I read that everyone is booked for Dr. Strange, the sequel. Yeah. There's, there's a lot of people (laughs) starting to show up and they're they're still, they haven't managed to sort of bat away the rumors around there being multiple Spider-Mans in the next Spider-Man either. Like having Andrew Garfield back and having Tobey Maguire back. Oh, and right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so all the old actors coming back. Because I think my sort of personal thoughts about where the whole sort of WandaVision's going is that she's this is going to break open the multiverse. And then that will be how they start playing with it in Spider-Man. Then obviously Doctor Strange gets involved because the whole title of the film is The Multiverse of Madness. Mm-hmm. So I think it really is going to be... Uh, I, I think this is going to be the jumping off point for Phase 4. But yeah, time to get those uh, Disney go. Plus. Uh, time, time to undo the out. one where they all died. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, just <laughs> bring everybody back. It's that yeah. time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I've been playing Hades. Um, I shouldn't. Oh, admit, really? I shouldn't admit the facts that I haven't actually played Hades, but I was in, genuinely inspired by our um, genuinely inspired by our multi award winning uh, Game of the Year and magazine uh, readers award uh winner hades and i i didn't think i'd like it and i didn't think that'd be quite my cup of tea um but i i realized when i was watching some gameplay that it's a lot like diablo and i adore diablo um mm. um and so for me like i sort of thought okay well i'll give it a go and the whole theory about i thought it was actually quite really clever how you have to die because that's how you get better buffs and retool and go again sort of thing so I actually find that quite interesting. Um, yeah, and I, also I had um, so much fun with it when I played it. Um, how far have you gotten through it, kind of? Um, Do you know, like, have you cleared the the any of the areas, or I kind of want to get a, get a gauge on how far you've gotten. I think I've run it about ten times now, so That's... I haven't gone. I don't think I've gone very far. Hmm. Has it still been the same environment? Yes. Okay. All right. Yeah. Okay. Still. So still. still um, all right. All right. Yes. Yeah, right, right, still okay. pillars and walls and doors and whatever else. I'd like to hear more about your feelings if you continue to play it. Um, <laughs> I will. I'm, I'm not. A, yeah. It, the, I think the good thing is because it is literally so. Um, you can just jump into it, play it for a bit, and then drop it. Like you don't have to sort of. 
it, it kind of suits my my busy life of being able to sort of like just quick grab and go and have a quick i'll just die quickly in hades and then get back on with my day <laughs> that, <laughs> get that out good. of the way yeah mm. exactly get a, get a bit of death in early it'll be fine mm-hmm. <laughs> i, I have not played that game but the colors the characters it's, worth it. it's mm. just like oh my god like it's it's, it's like the it's art style beautiful yeah, yeah. the so art style is beautiful. Guys and gals. Oh, Zagreus. Zagreus is is exactly my kind of twink. Um, <laughs> and uh, yeah, that's, that's a little insight into me. Um, but uh, but no, um, if if you're Greek, then hit me up. No, if the what I, what I liked about it is obviously that the because they set it in 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 obviously the Greek gods and everything they they really kind of loosened up when it came to sort of portraying uh, genders and roles and sexualities and whatever else. They really kind of embraced the the Greek mythology side of things, um, which is really, really cool. So, because mm-hmm. um, obviously the, the Greeks had, and they had like seven different definitions of the word love as in how they interpreted it back in the days. Um, and to sort of like try and, uh, to try and bring that into the game, I thought it was like a really, really cool thing. And look, it's not just us, obviously. The, the Hades has been multi, multi award winning mm-hmm. um, for games of the year and stuff, just purely on the art style and the sort of the playability of it. It's, it's absolutely beautiful. So, be there. Unfortunately, that has been um, that has been my only game that I've played <laughs> over the last two weeks because I've been a little bit busy, obviously, with the gaming awards. Um, That's a good choice. Yeah, I was I was really inspired by because obviously been all the editing and everything else um i've been watching the clips over and over again um and i sort of thought you know what i'm just going to grab that so i just i uh i played it for a bit and it was really cool yeah. how about you dear what have you been what's been playing uh on well, your well my go-to is always dead by daylight when i'm not sure what to play i love dead by daylight i just love how you can customize your perks, you can customize your cosmetics, you can play with friends, you can play alone. Like I just, I love it so much. And I'm a fog whisperer too, so I sort of have to play it, but I enjoy it. I look forward to playing it. I love it. Except with this new patch. I've heard this has been a little bit controversial, these last couple of updates, right? The, the 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 previous update where they gave a new UI, they gave a new animation set, like they did all these different reworks. It was so killer sighted, like literally like you would look at the killer and then you'd be hit like from a, wow. like you, you could be anywhere and the killer would find you and hit you even if you were far away. Um, and I appreciate it as as a mediocre killer. I I appreciated it to a certain extent. But with this newest patch, like they changed the hitboxes even more than the game has ever had. So like you have to be like. You have to be close enough for a kiss, bitch. You have mm. to be up in their grill to be able to even get the hit at all. And like, as I, I like to play as the pig because she's cute and I like her sound effects and she's got a little saw and she can wear leather. She can have this outfit that I'm wearing. Um, she's one of the slower killers. Like, I I don't I haven't looked at the stats, but I know that she's like on the lower side of speed, and I can't. Like someone, someone runs away from me. I'll never catch up, and all of her mm-hmm. moves are just messed up. Like I just feel so powerless. But I still enjoy playing it. It's just a little at a time. Like I can't play as killer the whole mm-hmm. time with this new patch. Yeah. So I have to be like, okay, time to go to Survivor. <laughs> there, I have more chance to like 
feel good and feel my fantasy as a mm-hmm. survivor. Mm-hmm. Um, do you, do you allow uh, survivors to uh, boop the snoot when you're uh, playing as uh, the pig? With this, with, you know, previously, yeah, sure, why not? <laughs> sure, why not? It's cute. But with this newest patch, like I cannot afford to not slap somebody yeah. that's right in front of me. Like if they're because if they're running, I will never get to them. So if they if they're mm-hmm. like, ooh, I'm gonna try to boop this new. I will take that as a hit. Thank you. Thank you for the free hit. I'll never get one on you again, but thank you. I'll take the points. Um, but I love Dead by Daylight. Even even with the frustrations, it's still so much fun. Mm-hmm. And I I feel like I'm not the worst player. So I, I still, it's not like always completely just mm-hmm. like face through the mud, drag through the mud. Um, I'm actually yeah, super I, interested to ask you, uh, with the changes yes. that have happened recently, is Freddy still a nightmare to play against? If pardon the pun, um, in in general, yes. like because like whenever I I I played it a while back now, it's mm-hmm. probably like six months ago or more now, um, but I I hated going up against Freddy. He was like it just every time he just floors. us. Yeah, um, mm-hmm. is that still the case? Yes, wonderful. <laughs> yes, he has one of the farthest reaches just as a character. So. So his claw, it ex- it extends and it grazes, it grazes your body, mm-hmm. no matter what, no matter. They have to rework him and the cannibal, which is um, Leatherface and the Doctor. Like those three are just the trifecta of cheating. <laughs> I feel like they're cheating. If you play as them, you're cheating. Mm-hmm. Um, besides being frustrated in Dead by Daylight, I have also been loving little little nightmares too. It's very cute. Oh, I played that too, and I completely forgot. Yeah. It's so, so good. Cute. I loved it. Mm-hmm. Did, you, did you ever walk around holding hands? Because that was my. I did. Yeah. As soon it's as I found so that mechanic, I'm like, okay, cute. you're my friend now. We're just gonna stay together constantly. Yeah, Come on. You, and it's supposed to be like you you drag them to like the task or whatever. No, we're mm-hmm. just holding hands. We're just friends. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So yeah. cute. Friends forever. Mm-hmm. That's and on my like, list. I have to admit. It's oh, adorable. Well. Mm. It's, it's disturbing and adorable. So it's like, have you ever seen the music video? Um, what was it? It was Phil Collins' um, band. Land of Confusion yes. from Genesis? Yeah, yeah Genesis, yes. It, the whole game looks like the, the puppets of the celebrities. Yeah, the spotting image puppets, yeah. Yeah, yeah everyone, everyone in that game is Ronald Reagan puppet in puppet <laughs> form, in Muppet form. Yeah, it's it's absolutely uh, horrifying as a game, but uh, it is so much fun with the the puzzle solving and just, mm-hmm. just general platforming elements. I had a little bit of uh, issue myself with like some of the depth perception in that game. Maybe that was just me, but like oh. I kept not making jumps and stuff yes. like that because I I was out of line or something. Because it's like one of those two point five D games, so mm-hmm. it, you primarily go left and right, but there is actually some depth to it too, so you can move around the environment like in. Uh, two dimensions i guess yeah three three dimensions three dimensions yeah three dimensions three, yeah. left right and then into yeah. the and yeah 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 three dimensions I, I feel you completely because like it's like oh jump and grab this rope sure but then i miss it and i break my face <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. that happened to me so much it was unbelievable but like uh the, the story and the narrative that they kind of like crafted there it just leaves you like asking so many questions yes. especially if you've played the first one yes. um just after it's all over and you're like okay so this answered some things but it's 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 like generally answered none of the questions that i wanted to answer from the first game and mm-hmm. it's just brought so many more questions yeah. into it but 
I just want more at this point. Like, I, I want more, uh, like, DLC. I'm actually... This is one of the games that I would love to see DLC for, personally. The first one had some DLC, so mm-hmm. I imagine that they'll they'll try to suck us dry mm-hmm. with it. Fingers crossed. I mean, take Fingers my crossed. money. Yeah. Fingers crossed for, for sucking dry. <laughs> <laughs> I will say... Um, the only problem that I had with the game, other than the depth perception thing, was uh, they tend to like introduce certain mechanics into sections, but they're after that section of the game is over, they kind of abandon those mechanics completely. So you have like a torch in one section and like a remote in another section, which have to do with the puzzles. But after you're done with that section, uh, they mysteriously break, and then <laughs> due to like circumstances, and then uh, the, that that mechanic is just abandoned. I would have liked to have seen like a little bit of remix of those mechanics towards like the end of the game, like putting yes. everything that you've learned together would have been cool, but uh, they didn't do that. I, I, yeah, I completely agree with you. I think of like men- mentally, I think of that as like a Mario syndrome. It's like you get mm. the Tanuki suit in the level for the Tanuki suit. You get the penguin suit in the penguin level. Like, you know, all of your power ups are the context of what they give you in the first three seconds of that level. Mm-hmm. And so I also don't like that when platformers do that. It's mm. like, and I felt like that, like that reminds me of um, Batman Arkham City. Like they give you all these different yeah. tools and then like you only use them in these little places. So like why even have the tools at all? Yeah. Yeah. I like when it's sprinkled around. That was like when I was playing, um, you played Red Dead 2. You spend the entire game like crafting everything, making up, getting all your guns upgraded, getting spending like loads of. I spent a lot of money on the cosmetics of like I wanted it all gold guns just for the extra for extra points. <laughs> so um, yeah, uh, getting your horse sort of upgraded and everything else. And then Can you get a gold horse. Can you get a gold horse or something? Well, I had gold. I had gold bits on my saddle, uh, but let's not go into that. Um, but no, there's, then there's a bit at the end of the sort of um, spoilers, and I apologize, about two thirds of the way into the, uh, into the game where you get kidnapped and taken off to an island um, and literally lose everything. And I was oh, no. raging mm-hmm. and I was sort of swearing at it going, it better be there when I'm waiting for me when I get back. I don't know how I was going to get back. Like the whole point of the story is you got sort of, um, you got, you were, um, you were shipwrecked basically. Um, and, and you end up on this sort of island that you have to start practically from scratch with, like, old guns again. Um, I kind of, like, love and hate that, though, in video games. Like, they do that in, like, several different video games. Yeah. You get, it's a, it's, you get to a it's, point. It's a very rock star. It is a very rock star thing to do. I don't mean rock star as in, yeah, rock star. I mean, actual the brand. Um, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> because it's so punk. It is. Island is so punk. Yeah, it is. Um no, it, it, they did it in uh, some of the Grand Theft Autos as well. Mm, like they had this in, uh, this weird sort of well. mid, this weird mid kind of game, uh, sort of sidebar where they sort of strip everything away from you and and change everything up. Um, but luckily, you get put back to the mainland again, and mm-hmm. somehow they've sort of like, oh, we've got your horse, and it's full of all the guns and stuff. And it's like, yes, my gold guns. Oh, thank um, goodness. Yeah, exactly. If I'd have lost all of that, I would have been pissed. Um, but no, it's sometimes like I, with particularly platformers, like you're learning all these skills and stuff. And then you, you suddenly can't use those skills at a time where you think you should probably have to use those skills. And it just gets a bit frustrating. Mm-hmm. But yeah. Well, um, go on. Sorry. I just like, I just, from a, a design perspective, it's like nice. It feels more like an experimentation type thing. 
more so than anything else or or it always strikes me as oh did they run out of time and did they like rush this is another thing i've heard about little nightmares too as well is that potentially the ending seems like it was a little bit rushed out the door towards the end um so maybe again this is why i'm hoping that in the dlc they'll they'll actually take those concepts and like put them together because they'll be play, like telling different stories that's yeah. what they did for the first one anyway they had like mm-hmm. different playable characters so i'm just hoping that they do that because that would be so cool if they're like combining teleport well i'm not going to spoil anything but like the teleportation mechanics and other yeah. stuff that they have in there so yeah that'd be very i would love a dlc so much for little nightmares mm-hmm. Just Definitely. to see more, to see to see more of that world because it's so enthralling mm-hmm. to to explore it. Well, actually, I actually recently learned that there's comic books for Little Nightmares as well. I and heard so that, I, and there's I also really a mobile game. To, yeah, jump in. There's a mobile game too. I didn't know yeah. that one. Oh my god! Okay, it's called well, I'm gonna have to... Littler Nightmares or something <laughs> like that. It's it's something the, the littlest nightmare. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, but but it's um. I, I haven't played it. I've only seen pictures and it looks like it's sort of like the Hitman and Tomb Raider game where it's like you just like sort of direct them to figure out a puzzle mm. and like push or interact with things. Looks good. That's that, cute. That could, I definitely want to check that out. Yeah. I need more little nightmares in my life. Not literally, but just, <laughs> just in general. Just so. more little nightmares. Well, you've got one little nightmare sat on the shelf behind you, but he's not being that much of a nightmare at the moment. No, he is conked out at the moment. Oh, kitty cat. Yeah, he's completely <laughs> asleep. So, yeah. Oh, well. I'm, I'm thankful for that right now because he's not like, trying to climb on the ring light. So Yeah, because yes. normally he's he's Thank normally he's, a, he's above the monitor smashing shit down, isn't he? Mm-hmm. Oh, no. Marchy, the littlest nightmare. Yeah. <laughs> Um, let's move on. I want to talk about the gaming awards, obviously. Oh, mm-hmm. as really? We're all, you want to talk about the gaming awards? That old um, thing. Just that old, thing, that old mm-hmm. bit of news. <laughs> uh, no, so obviously for those people that missed it, the gaming awards, if we hadn't mentioned it already, uh, took place on Wednesday. Um, the VOD exists here on Twitch on our channel. Um, go and you can watch all that back. Um, yes. We also have uh, the category breakdowns on our YouTube channel as well, so you can go and check that out. Uh, at your leisure um but i thought we'd have a quick uh, a little wander through the categories talk about who won people that are sort of nominated and any any close run things um the first category of the evening that was presented was the best lgbtq narrative category and that was won by if found um mm-hmm. and if you haven't played if found go and play if found all right um, okay i'll be right back okay bye um it, it's it's genuinely something that <laughs> uh, we, di- we didn't even rehearse that um it's it's a very very unique game about the trans experience uh and you kind of play as an eraser and you kind of have to erase journal entries there's a little bit of sci-fi in there um but it's a beautiful beautiful little indie game uh made uh here in the uk in northern ireland um nice. See, i yeah. didn't know that part of it that's wonderful that's great like um yeah like so many people especially like were telling me before the awards that i should i should definitely give it a go and i'm so i'm kicking myself that i haven't now especially when i have to talk about it on a podcast <laughs> um but yeah no i did see some of the gameplay for it and like uh and it looks like visually it's 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 stunning like, the art style yeah. is is oh, stunning it? yeah yeah I, I was looking at the steam reviews and it's just like i've never played a game that's like spoken to me mm-hmm. so emotionally i'm like damn i need to i need to actually jump in and give this a go especially if it's a game about the trans experience obviously i'm very interested in that being a trans woman myself I'm, i i want to jump into that and and definitely 
give that a go because um again just all round it looks stunning too and the gameplay mechanic is is at least is a racing memories did you say or or is it yeah, like racing parts of memories I, I believe it's erasing parts of memories in journals. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's about a journey back home um, and sort of found journals. And it's a, it's a, it's a, a visual, a visual novel. So it's, mm-hmm. it's very sort of click through stuff. Um, but there are some mechanics in there about sort of erasing parts of a journal, um, mm-hmm. erasing parts of yourself. I and, imagine like that's ex- just the. Uh, the mechanic to to force you back into that person's past and and tell that story too mm. so um that seems like a very interesting way of doing it yeah. definitely it's it's actually really cute um also nominated in that category uh was tell me why which is an mm-hmm. obviously Love another another trans experience game which is excellent and would and one uh two other categories we'll get to in a sec um but no stunning game as well um borderlands 3 the dlc guns love and tentacles which celebrated uh, a gay marriage um i'm obviously exceptionally biased borderlands is <laughs> we're talking of we're talking just before the stream dear and i about my sort of limited selection of games and borderlands is right in the middle of that sweet spot um oh, nice. so, i will uh, say <laughs> i will say that when i was co-streaming it with with uh with my chat somebody in my chat was like okay so if uh if if borderlands wins this is everything's obviously rigged and robin is <laughs> taken over oh <laughs> oh but, well. but then, then it was just like oh no they didn't win oh it's all it's all legit it's all fine <laughs> i will just say for the record there was 25 judges internationally from around the world uh and i was not one so mm-hmm. just to avoid it other uh, basically being the borderlands 3 slash lego uh festive sort of uh special exactly edition. like uh, the, all of a sudden the lego games are winning every award in, in the <laughs> yeah. gaming awards it's like what, what is going on <laughs> what's oh, going on LEGO, LEGO yes games. they're so that's, cute that's literally a borderlands lego grand theft auto that's kind of my that's very much my lane of uh, of gaming uh, and I, I just, I, the... I just apologize for that, but I don't apologize for it because it's I, amazing. I wanted the Star Wars one. You know how like they had the Star Wars ones years ago, but then they had like yeah. a reboot of Star Wars mm-hmm. ones, and um, you could play as Jabba the Hutt. I just wanted yeah. to get it just to play as Jabba the Hutt. I never got it, but Jabba the Hutt is my favorite character. Like when it comes to, uh, like fantasy characters, sci-fi characters, non-real characters, Jabba the Hutt is my number one favorite. So I was like, do I get this game just to play as Jabba the Hutt? Well, fingers crossed on the on, on the next one, because there's the the uh, Skywalker saga, uh, Lego Lego Skywalker saga's out in April. Ooh. And it's How the it's a complete redo it's a complete redo, sorry Mia, of like all nine games. I'm gonna stop talking about Lego. <laughs> I was sorry. just gonna say sorry. <laughs> Sorry, if Jabba is a playable it. character, how do you play as him? He's a giant slug creature, right? Does he just does he hold if a, I remember like, rightly, his little hands? And if I remember rightly, you jump up. Usa Wanda Solo, <laughs> waving it around. Yeah. If I remember the commercials, it's like technically it was the same model as the other ones, just like mm. with more like the leg part was extended down so it looks like he's running but like he doesn't have legs it's just a slug tail but like he's sort of like you know like how when you're running yeah. you hop along slightly he's just hobbling along as a slug that sounds so it's, amazing if it's basically me when i run no, no. <laughs> well you That's could have a, a slug tail yeah. i'm not sure we are we, well, i've never seen robin from the waist down to be fair you, you, yes you have 
Yes, you have. Don't tell lies. We've walked through Birmingham city centre a couple of times. I believe it. We, oh, did we, we work to... or did you slither? Well, I can't remember. Yes. I had a very long coat on. Um, there was a trail that was being left out. That, <laughs> that, was, that, was, that was from the night before. Um, <laughs> let's move on. Um, <laughs> next category, which Lego game? Next category, please. Uh, it was the Authentic was... Representation <laughs> Award. We're moving on. Um, yeah, no, 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 I'm moving on. Yeah, yeah. And then, oh, I'm doing your line. Sorry. Exactly. And then the winner for that one, uh, surprising no one, uh, is, is Tell Me Why, uh, which we previously mentioned. Another story about, uh, um, uh, well, just delving back into into someone's past. Uh, the tr- well, delving back to, to the trans experience and, and what effect that has on your, your family life and, and just generally how you get older and it is a as far as i can tell it's a fantastic game i still haven't played this one either oh, microsoft God. said they were going to send me a code and then, then they never did so i a little bit out of oh. spite i didn't play it but <laughs> it's it's on it's it. on game pass it is oh it's on game pass yeah, yeah it's Yo, on game pass that's yeah. awesome. okay yeah. well there we go. everyone go and get it it's on game pass yeah um, I, I loved it i thought yeah. it was fantastic it's what I loved about it, and I think it's probably why why it won the award for authentic representation. Is people have got, I mean, rightly so. It was a, it made history off the back of it, but people have got kind of blinkered view over it in terms of like it's just about trans people. It's not. There's actually um, as a gay character in there. Um, it's set in Alaska, and it has a really good portrayal of mm. um alaska native uh, characters as well so mm. i think the reason it won is that it had a lot of different characters mm. in there um and as far and it was as all i know beautifully. like just because like again it has the trans person as the main as the main character they're not actually the focus of the story it just so happens that you know their experiences uh, relate to what's gone on in their past because absolutely yeah linked. yeah and it, it wasn't it wasn't written as the trans game sort of thing. Mm. They didn't set they didn't, when they started working on the game, um, they had no idea that Tyler was going to be trans. Um, exactly. it, it was a game. They just started writing about, uh, twins basically. And, mm. and one of them coming back and, and facing up to, to having been away for a while. And then it kind of, it kind of got to the point where they sort of realized, Oh, Hey, hang on a second. This character is trans. Like it just, it, it kind of came naturally. And I think that's what, really stood it apart from they didn't set out to do a trans game like they didn't they didn't try the whole sort of like the woke agenda um they, exactly. they just, it's almost they just as wanted if, to tell like, a really good story and it just happened to be a trans man it's almost as if that that makes it uh have even more authentic uh representation Absolutely. i wonder if it, it could have won an award because of that it did yes it did which is exactly it what did. i'm talking about it did. <laughs> yeah wow. um yeah i will say uh, the other people who were up to that, by the way, mm. just because I didn't mention it, were uh, also Hades, because of course, yes. Hades. Uh, later Datas, and it was so fun to see the uh, the theme tune uh, playing. I've had that stuck in my head for three months. Yeah, it's that so game good. was so cute. Mm-hmm, it's and, ludicrously cute. Mm-hmm. And Last of Us 2, again. Um, it's it's nice to see it getting you know included in in different categories. But honestly, it was quite refreshing that um, some of the, the, the not as triple A uh, games yeah. got got more uh, represent like got more recognition in, in the West. I think that's what we set out to do is the fact that we as as in the gaming world obviously we we're not we're not treated to to that many AAA uh experiences so for, I think for me as well that 
uh, indie games have always had kind of like the short end of a stick in a way. Like they only get nominated for uh, sort of Special Olympics kind of and the indie game category sort of thing. Yeah, it's um, in, in the indie category only usually. Yeah, exactly, exactly. And and I but I think we we wanted to make sure that they've been nominated in categories that they actually deserve to be nominated in. So mm-hmm. for for obviously for if found to win the first category and, and later data to be here which go and just watch the trailer that song will be stuck in your head for days um, it is the cutest thing ever it's it's beautiful and i i think that's the it, it, for, for people that aren't aware of it it's a game that's set it's a dating simulator that's set in an, in an old folks home um mm. and it's it's sort of showing that you can have love and have uh those sort of uh younger person kind of excitements um in later in life and i, I well, it's think not it even just lovely. that it's like you don't have to necessarily go down a romantic relationship route you can go down a route where you're literally just forging friendships with people which yep. is a nice thing about that game too like again mm. not everything has to be uh about you know g- getting someone into the sack or, <laughs> or exactly so i want granny to play nice <laughs> yes Yes, that would be an somebody amazing match. Somebody Granny to play it. Yeah, somebody, somebody in the chat, go and go and into Granny's channel now, uh, and, and go and suggest she plays later datas and say that we sent you. Yes, I dare you. So go on. Um, Mia, I think you should really, really consider playing. Tell me why, and also, um, mm-hmm. if found, because like yeah. you liked, because you're. I was picking up on you appreciating the mysteries and like learning more from the um little nightmares and there is so much to uncover and discover in in those two games especially Mm -hmm. pertaining to the trans experience but it's just like there's so many mysteries that they throw at you and it's like who done it where is this gonna go like and Mm. i feel like you'd really love it oh definitely yeah um on one of these podcasts you'll find me saying what did you play this week well i I played uh if found or or tell me why maybe (laughs) both in the same week who knows (laughs) Um, but yeah, like uh, I'm, I'm getting through my stack of uh, of games, so I'll have to add it to the to the list. I have such um, a backlog. Oh my god, my mods are so mad at me because there are games that I've <laughs> I said I would play and I just have not uh, done that. Nobody mentioned Crosscode. I swear to God, if you can... <laughs> that game. Uh, um, I was gifted a, a game, and uh, my mods it, just constantly keep bringing it up, and I it, just, it, I it, it, it just got mentioned in the chat. Yes, it did. Uh, there we go. Mm-hmm. Oh no! Twice. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, goddamn. <laughs> they're on to you. Yeah, um, oh, they they actually roasted me <laughs> the other day. Um, on my birthday, they made a video for me. I forgot to mention this earlier, but they just absolutely roasting everything that I've done. It was like um, a parody version of uh, Ryan George's pitch meetings. I'm not sure if you've ever seen those videos on YouTube. Yeah. But um, yeah, it was basically that, except using characters that I've made in order to take the mickey out of me. It was fantastic. And I'm, oh. I hated every second of it. It was so <laughs> funny. Yeah. And that's how they thank you. That for, means they love the you. Yeah. Mm. Yeah um best lgbtq character sorry was the next one up um and this was uh tell me why also because it was tyler um that's obviously back-to-back wins uh, mm. for tell me why exceptionally well deserved again um tyler is uh, a great character and i think the fact that i i like massive props to don't nod for casting and insisting from day one that the second they the second they felt the character was trans um they a went off and consulted with glad 
Um, they listened. Imagine this, Mia. They, they listened to I know. Their, it's crazy. their staff in in who work mm-hmm. for Don't Nod. They actually got the staff wow. in, their LGBT staff in, to sort of have some input. Imagine um, if other games did that too. <laughs> CD Projekt Red. Um. <laughs> well, no, I'm, I, you have to work for CD Projekt Red to uh, to get involved mm-hmm. in it, I suppose. Um, and what was I saying? Oh, yeah. And they obviously cast uh, a trans man in the role, um, which was fantastic. So hot. Yeah, he is. Absolutely. Um, the, the wonderful August Black. Um, so, and, and I believe that he had a lot of input uh, into the, the development of the character and to sort of inject a bit of his life experience. It was, it was so great seeing him accept the uh, award as well. I that you was got so that. happy that we managed mm-hmm. to pull that off. Touching. I'm so happy. Yeah, so really touching. touching. Yeah, it, it, I, th- I think it, it it obviously meant a lot to him. It meant a lot to us. Um, and to sort of make sure that we had him on screen accepting that award was was really, really cool. Um, up for uh, nominations in that category was Andrea Rodea from Final Fantasy VII Remake. Um, I love the fact that somebody in, in the chat when it was going on, um, somebody said, oh, I never clocked Andrea as gay. And I'm like, really? <laughs> what? <laughs> Are you not paying attention? Like the whole point of the game is that he puts Cloud in drag and drags him around this fabulous club and they do a song and mm-hmm. dance number and you didn't think he was gay. Um, so it's, it's very someone's not paying attention. Saying it. Yeah, yeah. I'm pretty sure most people well, have Japan. It. So yeah. basically that is the Japanese way of doing it, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. Like you, you mm-hmm. do everything apart from call them gay. Well, that's the thing. It's like the, the, those... You know, it's still like that element of like flamboyancy with the like stereotypes of the '90s, but kind of like updated and making it more modernized. And and they do it did it in a way that wasn't kind of like poking fun at it, kind of for the first time, which is really nice to see um, in that game. And I really appreciated that, especially with that whole sequence reframing it as you know, hugely, yeah, yeah. Andrea said it uh, themselves. It was like, um, oh, uh, beauty, something about beauty. Uh, is a concept of which the the notions of gender do not apply, mm. and it was it was I can't remember the exact phrase, but again them shifting. I'm not even sure if this was something that just took place in the translation. Area. It's what really it's what okay. It, uh, slight slight sidebar. It's what really frustrates me with the uh, the sort of the Japanese games is that you're never quite sure whether they've localized it with the westernized kind of voice actors for the westernized mm. kind of audience. Um, but they've kept it separate and there's different language use and whatever else for um, for sort of the, the Asian market or, or whether genuinely it is something they've adapted all, all around and it just is interpreted in different ways. Um, well, the way it comes th- across in the Final Fantasy VII remake, I, it does genuinely feel like like they've they're they're making more strides mm. to be more progressive, and it wasn't treated as a joke that whole section of the game, yeah, yeah. as it kind of was a little bit in the original, just played up for comedy. Yeah. Um, so I mean, yeah, I'm so sorry to interrupt. I, I... No, it's it's fine. Go ahead. Like I'm running out of things. <laughs> we anyway. we interrupt <laughs> each other all the time. Go for it. <laughs> I didn't mean to. Um, just his character is so empowered and strong Mm. and confident. And he's not just like that, you know, like you mentioned, um, nineties, eighties before, like Mm. it's always the gay characters like, well, hello, (laughs) like, you know, so flamboyant, but in a comical, Mm. butt of the joke kind of way. And Andrea is like, just powerful and respected in that club. Like everyone Mm. loves him and looks up to him and, He's gay as fuck. Yeah. 
I mean, even like the standing in the city as being one of like the three heads who decides who gets to go to Darn Cornio's mansion, just having that standing mm. in uh, Walmarker is like a fantastic uh, thing about that character too. It's like given the same power as like the other heads of that area, which is really, really, really cool. Absolutely. Um, also up for nomination, uh, I, yes, it's me again. Um, it was Sir Hamelock and Wainwright Jacobs from Borderlands 3. Uh, Guns is that a Lego Tentacle. game? No, that's Borderlands. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Yeah, yeah. What about oh my God, Borderlands they, Lego, though? You would lose I, your mind. I would if lose my Lego. shit. If they, if, if, they, if they turned out a Lego Borderlands, that's I'll just book a whole year off. That's me done. That's, <laughs> my, my life is literally complete. I can just kill myself. Um, then, uh, but yeah... I've said it before and I'll say it again. I love the fact that in that DLC, um, they didn't they weren't just written as two really boring characters. Um, they were beautifully written and such that when you went off with Wainwright Jacobs and you left uh, Sir Hamelock at the lodge, um, then there was a bit in there. It's, it's set on the eve of, of their wedding. And there was a kind of dialogue sequence where uh, Wainwright Jacobs was talking about, like, there were some doubts about whether he was good enough for, for Sir Hamelock and getting those kind of, like, um, pre-wedding jitters and stuff. And it's just, like, that was written so authentically because who hasn't ever really in a relationship sort of sat there and thought, I'm not good enough for them, um, they could do better than me, etc. And And I think to put those kind of layers into to a game which is inherently a looter shooter um i just i mm. thought it was, i thought it was absolutely great especially um, a triple a looter shooter aimed at absolutely like a, a core you know gamer audience so yeah so it's nice to see that absolutely mm-hmm. um and I, of course, I haven't played it but i just love those names sir hammerlock <laughs> and wainwright jacobs yes yeah. mm-hmm. they yeah. are rich they they uh, in, Wayne, in theory they, they <laughs> sir, sir hammerlock's a big game hunter um, and he's British because, of course, the hunters are British. Um, and uh, Wainwright Jacobs is a big Texan guy um, who's who comes that. from um, making. Uh, a, he runs a firearms company, basically. Like one of the mm-hmm. one of the one brands. Of the major firearm yeah, one of the one of the brands of guns you can pick up are Jacobs guns, and that's his that's his company. So they're fucking rich. Cool. Yeah, yeah pretty much. Right. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, and and queer as fuck as well. Um, mm-hmm. The and and Ellie from The Last of Us Two was in there as well. Um, I, this is going to get a really sort of you're going to start to notice quite a pattern here that The Last of Us Two uh, got a lot of nominations and no wins. Um, but I'm kind of okay with that. I haven't yeah. played it yet, but I yeah. want to because I love horror games. I haven't played it because when it came out, there was controversy that I didn't want to. Oh, I, the exact same reason. I didn't want to be a part I think of we'll, shell. I just uh, yeah. I bought it there for ever my yeah not touched it like yeah it's, it's kind of sad but i think we'll talk about that in just a second because i think when we get to game of the year the 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 absence of the last of us two uh i can talk about that so we'll yeah I th- we'll and it. i think it'll be for that reason um just moving on then oh it's you again sorry i'm not reading the script yeah i'm sorry no uh basically <laughs> i'm, ste- I'm stealing all your links <laughs> <laughs> hey it's your baby like uh, if you know, ours I'm, it's shared custody I, well, you know, I'm I'm the podcast host. This is like it's your baby. You know what I mean? Oh, I the see. whole okay. thing is your baby. True. So uh, yeah. Um, so obviously, it means a lot to you, the gaming awards, and like I love to see it, and I, and I'm really proud. Just to say, I'm really proud of of what you've built and and how much you've done 
So yeah, be 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 proud of yourself and like own it too. You don't have okay, to apologize. I'm I'm, aw- I'm awkwardly British, so let's just get on with that. We can't <laughs> yeah, do we can't do pride. Let's just move forward. Yeah. Wait, I I think we should do pride. There's something about well, being in the LGBT com- <laughs> cute lots community. To be prideful for. Mm. Yeah. True. Yeah. Uh, anyway. After that, we uh, revealed the best LGBTQ indie game uh, winner, and that was also If Found. Mm. 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 Um, I mean, if you're going to win one of the major categories, then it would sort of make sense that you won the indie category as well. Um, although there were some, there, there were some, the, each one of those could have won, like in their own right. Mm-hmm. Like, please, everyone, go and check out the website, go and check out those games. They are delightful. Um, ace in space who doesn't want to play as an asexual in space like that's just genius in itself um i'll tell you a funny story about ekenfell in just a second but then there's murder by numbers which is a fantastic picross uh a picross game um which was set in hollywood uh and just full of wonderful diverse characters that gave us a headache fantastic art style too beautiful mm-hmm. art style mm-hmm. um and that gave us a bit of a headache because we were working obviously the, the company was mediatonic um who's behind that and at the time even when the awards were first being sort of like when, when they released that they were a tiny little company sorry the screen's wobbling um that they, they were a little company but then they released last summer uh four guys um which of course then blew up the whole world. Mm-hmm. Um, and by the time the judging got round to it, like we were sort of looking at it going, but they're not really what you would call an indie game studio anymore. Well, but under the, the under the terms at the time of time, in- they they were so exactly. Yeah. And, and I think like yeah. for like the budget and stuff that they built on, yeah, exactly, like, exactly. So so we we kind of we kind of settled with it. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, no. So uh, Eikenfell, yeah, Eikenfell, whichever one you want to pronounce that. Um, is a brilliantly, brilliantly, uh, a lovely little game uh, around magic in a, in a school of wizardry uh, that's just not written by a turf. Um, Yay! And... <laughs> Thank you. That's uh, not well. But um, <laughs> I don't know why I'm accepting that. The uh, but yeah. I'm just owning it. It's my game. No, yeah. um, but it, it, we honestly thought I was being spammed because we had. This this was a because we're not we, we don't pretend to know everything about games. We this was one of the uh, categories. It was the public nominations, um, and we had about nine hundred nominations come in for this category, and uh, three hundred of them were for Eikenfell. And I'm sort of sat there thinking, are we are we being spammed? Is there some sort of is there some sort of campaign that's been taking place or whatever? But because I'd never heard of it, Amy, uh, my deputy editor who who lives and breathes indie games, has never heard of it. And we did a load of research on Twitter, and it was like it was a huge thing that we'd all slept on. Um, and then mm. when, we, when we all when the judges got the codes to download it and start playing it, it's it's really really good. Yeah, I've I've heard it's fantastic. It's a um, it's the 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 wizarding witchy like yeah. tactical kind of. Uh, yep. battle game isn't it mm-hmm. like and you're just exploring these people's relationships in that school which is yeah. uh, it's super cool sounding um especially it's, it's if, pixely it's turn-based mm-hmm. it's turn-based sort of thing um and it's done really well mm-hmm. i still haven't played it um I, I, <laughs> there's a lot of games is there anything you have genshin, genshin impact yeah. okay all right i just i just love my it's, anime boys and it, anime it's girls. a running joke all right mm. yeah waifus and husbandos exactly <laughs> um nobody can blame you no no exactly um particularly in lockdown you've got to get it where you can i suppose mm-hmm. 
I'm not commenting on that. Jesus Christ, Robin. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> Moving on. Um, the Industry Diversity Award uh, was won by the wonderful uh, Cypher of Tyre um, for I Need Diverse Games. Mm. Um, they Everybody nominated in that category um, from the Rainbow Game Jam, who uh, does amazing work each year. Uh, producing um, an international uh, two-week-long queer game jam um, to the Rainbow Arcade. Um, obviously, um, dear, you're a member of the Rainbow Arcade, aren't you, dear? I'm not a part of it, but I know. I'm making like this up. All of yeah. them. Okay, yeah. I'm making it up. Yeah. So, um, I've got plenty of friends on there. And yeah, I mean, they're yeah. huge. So obviously. many people yeah. are in Rainbow yeah. Arcade. Like, It's difficult yeah. to keep up with who is and who isn't these days. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, no, I'll they... they yeah, have an honorary. Um, but no, they, they do... We're all I mean, honorary members of the Rainbow <laughs> Arcade. Uh, they've raised like hundreds of thousands of dollars for charity over the last year. Um, and they've only been going like officially for a year anyway. So to do that straight off. And then Yuki, who's the uh, trade body here in the UK that supports um, video game production. Um, they've been on a real, real campaign over the last 12 to 18 months of sort of driving forward diversity in the industry from kind of within the industry pushing upwards. So any, again, any one of them could have won. It was, yeah. fanta- it was absolutely fantastic. I think I would have been so, I, I'm not, I wouldn't, I'm not mad at anybody winning. Like if any one of those had won, I'd be like, hell yeah, you get it, yeah. you know, but, um, especially with all the work that uh, uh, Cypher has done. Um, yeah. It's, it's really great to see, honestly. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, and, she she really does the the work that she's put in, um, and the work that INDG as a nonprofit do um, is fantastic. Obviously, one of the main things is sort of fundraising to get scholarships out to GDC for young people so they can actually go and get uh, to the Game Developers Conference in San Francisco and really try to get a leg up into the industry that way, um, mm-hmm. as well as a hundred and one other things. But that sort of is the bit that always stands out to me. Mm-hmm. So yes, I will say um, after that. We did have the uh, the gaming magazine readers award, and uh, that was for you know the the, the game that the uh, the magazine readers chose, and that mm-hmm. doesn't necessarily mean it was an LGBTQ focus game. Yeah. I know there there are some people in the chat who are a little bit confused about it, like that's that's, that's not some of these nominees aren't necessarily LGBT. Q plus themed games, and I just had to like when I was co-streaming, I had to explain to them as well. Yeah, it's it's because yeah. it's, a, it's it was a, a favorites one, yeah. Award. And uh, that was one by uh, everybody's favorite Hayes, yep. which uh, makes perfect sense. Like everyone within my community, at least, loves Hades. They were pushing me for so long to like jump into that game. Like I literally, uh, it's 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 maddening. Like one of my mods as well um, is is so into that game and like super giant games in general is literally the reason that i actually played it in the first place and i'm so glad that i did because it is a fantastic game uh as we've already talked about you know all the uh all the very cute boys and girls and the roguelike gameplay Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. absolutely it's so gorgeous i could just uh, look at that game in general like uh the the amount of 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 care that that super giant put in in Mm. in general like actually hiring voice actors that aren't the same five voice actors that you hear in every other game in the industry but going out there and like pulling in their own talent and stuff and like generating like new talent and things is uh absolutely fantastic uh in that category there was also um was this also nominated like user nominated at first 
Uh, no, this was um, the shortlist was drawn up by the writing staff of gaming. Yes, so all of, all of our freelancers mm-hmm. uh, put their votes in. Yeah, and that, that is, produced oh yeah, yeah. this so shortlist, and then by the public voted. Game magazine, and then the public yeah. voted on it. Yes, it's it's why it's why it's got some quite left field suggestions in here uh, that took mm-hmm. a few people by surprise. But go for <laughs> it. Uh, so this also includes Animal Crossing: New Horizons, again, fantastic game. Baldur's Gate Three, uh, Crusader Kings Three, Final Fantasy VII Remake, If Found, of course. Uh, Kentucky Route Zero, Act Five, Paradise Killer, Tell Me Why, and The Last of Us Part Two. So yeah. Um, if I'm going to go and pick up a game to play next off that list, I'm going to go and pick up Paradise Killer. Oh, because it, okay, the colors. it looks the colors oh. were fantastic it was such a sort of graphical sort of treat uh the music's amazing um i have no idea what it's about but it just looks and sounds really good fun it looks so, so cool. i thought i'm gonna jump into it mm-hmm. um, i have a mm-hmm. question yes so the the game on everyone's lips mm-hmm. is genshin impact why wasn't that here <laughs> Because um, <laughs> Mia wasn't asked. Um, no, I, I wasn't asked. I wasn't a contributor to this list, apparently. So uh, all of uh, my friends, all they do is like, it's like, hey, what are you up to? Genshin Impact. It's free. Yeah, it's like it's it, it, it's odd. I mean, it's a free game, but it's a it's a very good game. But then again, it's a little bit problematic as well with like just the gacha mechanics in there. So I can mm. see why you wouldn't necessarily want that to be oh. on a, a list of the best game of the year um it can like the the monetary practices like right. a little bit loot boxy can be seen yeah. as a little bit predatory as well yeah. definitely if you've got a gambling problem do not play that game yeah i can't play it steal your money speaking of uh, my boyfriend wants to know are you trying to pull who tao and i don't know what that means oh definitely yes no um uh the <laughs> i don't know voice, don't ask the voice me. actor <laughs> is uh brianna knickerbocker who also voices uh rem in uh, re-zero and uh i i love anything that that she does so um which is funny enough actually the uh the mods got me a cameo from her for my birthday so oh, had, how cute uh, that's had, so uh, cool who tau slash uh, rem wishing me happy birthday which was great so yeah. that's precious so cute. yeah i def- i'm definitely gonna be pulling for that character mm-hmm. unofficial reader's choice genshin maybe yes <laughs> exactly unofficial yeah see it's um, the honorary uh, winner yeah. of the honorary yeah. award for best gacha game. It's, uh, it's like oh, yeah. it's Mia's bonus prize. Mm. <laughs> I get to. I I have that. You know, I have that responsibility of giving those out. I have permission, of course. Um, the next award uh, was our gaming icon award. It's the only award that's nominated to someone or something that didn't just do stuff in 2020. Um, this is a, a historical one. So it's based on the contribution over a period of time. And it went to the fantastic Robert Yang. Um, if you're not familiar with Robert Yang's work, he very much focuses on uh, gay uh, intimacy and sex, basically. Um, uh, but it's always done... I think what sets him apart is that he's always done it from a place of either satire or historical interest. Like the one, his tea room simulator that he did was based around um, the story of, it's set in the 1960s of uh, cops, I think it was in Missouri somewhere, that set up a camera uh, to basically entrap uh, gay men when they were trying to sort of get off with each other in the public toilet. And um, That's awful. Jesus. Like, well, in, inadvertently, they created the world's first full-color gay porno. Um, but uh, but in doing so, the whole point of what they were trying to do is just they couldn't catch them, so they set a camera up to try and trap them. And I think then Robert's mm. game, um, which is about 
trying to avoid the cops and trying to make eye contact with people at the urinals to then suck their gun off. Um, it, it's just, it's sort of skewed. No, no, you actually suck the gun. Because uh, again, it, and this is why I don't, okay, so Robert Yang, he, he doesn't. That is satire. You can't play. <laughs> and like I was, I was sort of like, I, I, I cropped up in your, in your chat during the, the awards yeah. actually did, that he, you can't play his games on Twitch. They've banned. Yeah. They've banned him from Twitch. Um, I was actually a little worried when the, the some of the gameplay started too. popping up. I was, I was actually like, genuinely. Uh, uh, do I, I was, do I hide I was, this or um, yeah? Mm. And I was sort of like going, "Oh God, I didn't tell Twitch this was coming." Um, and uh, I, I sort of, I was really concerned about it. But then, it's the the funny thing is, if you actually sort of sit and look at it, you can play games on Twitch that are sort of ripping people's guts out. You can play games on Twitch. Um, that have and and it, this is obviously not just Twitch; it's it's, it's platforms in general. Um, it's uh, it's got so, there's so much sort of sex and and, and um, unconsenting stuff and, and whatever else. Whereas his games, they always they actually have a consent mechanism. So it, it could mm-hmm. be one of his games is like you have to sort of like wash a guy's back in a shower. Uh, another game is a BDSM simulator. Again, you don't see much. Like there's no sort of it's not full sex. Um, it's but it's each game he produces has a consent mechanic, so you have to actually seek consent as part of the game before proceeding. And I just think that's it's so respectful and it's so well done that it actually sort of pales in comparison to some of the stuff that's not banned on Twitch or anywhere else. Mm. Um, yeah, his stuff because it's obviously gay shit um, is uh, seems to get the the sort of the, the bad end of the deal. Yeah, I will say, like, it's, I'm not going to say it's a uniquely, like, American problem, but it, it just seems more at the forefront over there, and obviously Twitch is an American company, probably, like, just goes along with this as well, but um, uh, violence seems to be okay in all forms of media, but, like, any form of, like, sexuality in general is, the, like, the, the hammer comes down hard for, for a lot of that stuff, and that's generally on, uh, as far as I know, that's generally on TV and, and film and, and stuff yes. like that, so, yeah, yeah. It's, yeah like, it's a bit weird. It's weird, because I, um... I was born in the 80s, so I grew up in the 90s. And, like, the 80s was very liberal with sex, or at least trying to be, like, especially Mm. in film. And then, like, slowly, like, transitioning from 80s to 90s to 2000s to modern, it's, like, it's going backwards in terms of Mm. sexual expression. Even though, like, um, ads and stuff still use sex to sell things, but it's, like... It's still so censored, but yeah, I think it's like a like a weird like think of the children type thing that started getting pushed more into the into the nineties and like the whole stranger danger type scenarios that started cropping up and like protecting children that way that might be part of it i i have no idea honestly but i'm just like theorizing at this point why 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 did the u.s go down this route but that's not what this podcast is necessary it's not let, let's not uh, talk about the politics of all sorry, of that sorry for the usa that's all I can say. <laughs> that's okay. generally speaking you know, we, we were somewhat responsible as well so uh <laughs> Move on to game of the year. Um, uh, yeah, so the game uh, game of the year uh, winner was uh, this was was this public vote? Or was this uh, no, this, vote? Was, this, this was, was just our vote. Yeah. yeah, so this yep, was yep, judged. Yep. Um, this was uh, funnily enough. Uh, uh, continue as you mean to go on. Hades uh, also won this award, so it was the uh, public decided, and it, it won amongst the uh, gaming mm-hmm. magazine staff as well. Uh, also in this category was, again, Animal Crossing, uh, Final Fantasy VII Remake, and Tell Me Why. Um, We've again, talked fantastic to... to see Hades. Absolutely, yeah. Absolutely. Cleaning yeah. up. 
and not the only game of the year award they've won uh, over the past year. Um, yeah. They've been sweeping the boards, um, and they're nominated, I think, for the BAFTA game of the year coming up as well. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, I, I'm I am going to say I was so pleased to see it winning so much here because I yeah. was a little bit like put out from other award shows to see it like uh, snuffed out of a few of those awards that it was up for. So yeah, I was really um, happy when I. The, the, I, I said I'd mention it earlier. I, I don't want to sort of uh, drag on because I notice our time is uh, running. But the um, the notable omission from that, of course, is The Last of Us Two. Um, yes. And Not I was going to mention it. Uh, no, not for Game of the Year. And the judges, uh, I believe, they they under they decided that the mm-hmm. Game of the Year shouldn't just be a technically good Game of the Year. It should be an ethically good Game of the Year. Yes, um, I and think so The Last of Us pro- Two didn't make the list because obviously there is a huge amount of uh, drama around the production side of it. Mm-hmm. From an ethics point of view, I can completely see why it's it's not there with like their use of of uh, crunch in general. Just yep. just alone, like, yeah. do you really want to be awarding a studio even exactly. for if if the end product ends up being fantastic for putting developers through? Uh, something which is most people can say yes this is this is a bad practice and you it ends up hurting uh developers um both in the short t- term and over the long term as well and hurting your own studio too because uh on the on your next title if you if you've crunched developers and they decide mm-hmm. to leave your next one's not going to be as good so exactly yeah exactly yeah. So, uh, um, honestly i can i can see why you wouldn't want to re- reward that yeah, and it was an interesting choice. And I, I remember the chat going on at the time in the judging in, in the judges' Discord. Um, it was kind of like, should we do this? Should we do that? And it was like, I'm 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 personally quite glad they came down on that side of the on the side of the argument. Um, last but not least, of course, it was the LGBTQ streamer of the year. Um, one, no, no, I can't. One, I, I, I'm not sure. That one, I'm not yeah, sure. one one by this little one here. Um, <gasps> Otherwise, uh, w- otherwise nominated, um, as we mentioned earlier, was uh, Biggest Bennis, Bitch Pudding, Cypher of Tyre, Evalicious, Fox Green, I Am Brandon, uh, John John, Little Legs TV, Mermaid Queen Jude, Meteor Matt, uh, Mia Bite. Mia I, Bite. I, 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 <laughs> I can never get these pointing things right. Uh, Psyche and Queer God. Um, how, it's a question for both of you, because of course I can ask this question for both of you. Um, how did it feel when you were nominated? Mia, obviously, we pulled a trick on you, didn't we? Um, yeah, a little, yeah. Just, just a little, that, a, like, uh, a little bit of background. You gave dear, me the nominee list, and I wasn't on it. First yes, of all. Um, <laughs> be- because we were doing this. Po- yeah, because we were doing this podcast. Obviously, um, Mia gets to see the scripts and stuff in advance. So we were prepping to do the podcast where we revealed all the nominees, and I pulled off. Uh, I pulled her name off of the the list. Um, and let her see that list and then i but the presentation that we did and and the script that shay had who was reading the nominees out uh had me as name in there because i just wanted to add a little mm-hmm. bit of uh, um, a little bit of drama to the evening i can tell you how it felt when i i found out i was nominated i was genuinely surprised and uh yeah that that's that's and, and honored honestly just to be included amongst like a list of such amazing people like i've got some friends on here um i, I just like just some of these creators are are like so good at what they do um and to be included amongst them is is a very weird feeling like makes me makes me feel like a somebody (laughs) yeah and i was i'm just like i was incredibly honored just to be nominated honestly do you, do you want more you, from me? No, or? no. I was just, I was, I was being polite and letting Deer talk, but with, I, oh, okay. I, I was just, I was just letting that sink in. I think that's really nice. 
Um, well, me nominated, it feels correct. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Could you imagine? I'm not humble at all. Yeah. I deserve I deserve everything. Well, you are American. <laughs> I'm American and I won't apologize. <laughs> um, no, I, it was a surprise and I'm just, it just, it, like, it, like, it just felt like an honor. Um, it, I don't think it felt like, um, it, it just, it felt, it felt so cool to be on this big list of all these people mm-hmm. and like so many people that I know and, um, am friends with and that I think the world of and to be included in such an iconic list, like it was just really cool and it felt mm-hmm. amazing because I feel like so many of us on this list, like we stream because it's important to us and, um, it lets us as individual and uh, individuals be seen and be heard, but also all of us on this list are doing something that's bigger than ourselves and trying to represent a community to be able to let people know that they can be themselves and they can be successful and they can be embraced and they can be celebrated and stuff like that. And, um, to be recognized in that way, I'm just proud of everybody mm-hmm. all the way down the list. I'm just proud of all of them. Um, and when I, when I speak about myself, it's like I, I put drag on Twitch because I didn't see it happening and I felt like I was capable of it and it was something I felt pa- passionate about and it's inspired hundreds of people and I'm not saying just me, like like myself <laughs> and also the other people doing drag and putting it into the world in um, ways that you might not have seen someone do it, but like you wanted to do it. Like mm. it's just it's capable of inspiring people and it's beautiful to see people run with it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Let's, um, let, let's use that then and, and to keep sort of chatting about you, then we'll sort of move into your, your interview section. Um, sure. let's, let's start from the start. When did you, when did you start streaming and what sort of was the, what was the, the lever to sort of get you into it? Um, I started four years ago. This will be the fifth year, but in the fall, I started in 2016 and it was just like I said, like I, I didn't see drag happening on Twitch. I, I had found like people like Apa Dylan and um, people like I am Brandon. Like I saw gay people streaming mm. and I'm gay out of drag. I'm gay. But I, um, I didn't see drag happening. I didn't see theatrics happening. I didn't see like what I wanted to do. So I was like, well, I don't see it happening. So let me do it. And I can start it off. Because drag for forever has been a club kind of thing. And it's a TV Mm. kind of thing. And it's like you need a venue to showcase your performance. But to me, drag in itself is a performance putting yourself and into costumes and um, exposing yourself like in this visual way um, is a performance. And so I just wanted to do let's plays and I wanted to play video games and I wanted to be a personality, but in drag and the easiest references for drag are obviously TV drags. And so people from TV that inspire me are like um, Trixie Mattel and RuPaul and um, Miss Fame and stuff like that. I think season seven is the best season, the best people, but um, we'll, we'll have a chat about that. Someone. <laughs> you can disagree. It's fine. Um, I just, <laughs> I like, I think that it's inspiring to see people put themselves into um, circumstance that they might not have a reference for. So like mm. RuPaul starting a TV show about drag, RuPaul 
being a mainstream personality, not just in clubs. Trixie Mattel going to venues and seeing folk music, like Miss Fame being a fashion model in Paris. Like it just is inspiring to me to see people taking that idea of drag and mm -hmm. juxtaposing it in a way that they, that inspires them in their own individual way. Mm. One thing I have uh, like noticed, um, over over like time especially like the last couple of years like the, the blow up of like drag on twitch in general um what do you think makes it so like appealing for people to to uh, interact with and, and and get into what 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 changed other than i'm assuming like rupaul played a big part in that in right. terms of the show but but um what what can you see as the appeal of the of, the, of drag in general for those who are not so aware do you mean on Twitch or literally in general um, of of doing it? And dealer's choice. Which what, what would you what would you like? Which which direction would you like to go with that? So for me personally, the appeal of drag is that since I was a little kid, I was told boys can't be feminine, boys can't play with Barbies, boys can't wear makeup, boys can't have long hair. Like all of these mm. um, oppressive values based on gender. Um, drag breaks those down. So whether you're a king, you're a queen, you are a monarch, you're not gendered, um, or if you're very, very um, dramatically, stereotypically gendered, it's like you are breaking down those taboo things that you were told that you can't do. And that's the appeal to it. That's the um, mm -hmm. expressive part is, of it is that I'm not supposed to be flamboyant, I'm not supposed to be feminine, but here I am and I'm wearing it proudly and I'm doing things I'm... Um, I'm working, I'm getting paid, I'm paying my bills, I'm changing lives, I'm making friendships, like all these different things that like society tells you, you're not supposed to achieve those things doing something you're not supposed to do. Mm -hmm. That's for me. And I think that that extends to um, other people too. It's like, you're told to fit in a box. And when you can proudly break down the sides of those boxes, um, it feels good. You feel empowered. absolutely. Yeah, no, I get that completely, and it, it, it's an art form, and it's a it's a very old art form, mm -hmm. and I think it's it's something that sort of obviously has had a bad rap over the last uh, few years, um, and I think that RuPaul and others managed to sort of like drag it out of that box, and I think put it back into a into the mainstream again. Um, what's What's interesting to your point mm -hmm. is that like for me as a man out of drag. Um, drag enables me to break down those barriers and be myself. Yep. But it's funny because sometimes within our own community, people are put like back into a box. It's like, well, a drag queen has to be a man that gets into feminine drags, but like anyone can be a drag artist because the new taboo is if you're a woman doing drag queen things, if you're a man doing yeah. drag king things, or if you are non-binary and you don't really fit in either. Like people are trying to constantly put you into boxes and we have to constantly keep breaking down those barriers and proving them mm -hmm. wrong and doing our thing and being proud. Absolutely. Yeah. It's, and it is really refreshing. I mean, it's taken its time, but I think it's, it's finally uh, in the mainstream at least um, yeah. through our sort of major TV shows. It is good now that we're starting to see bio Queens, drag Kings, mm -hmm. uh, trans Queens sort of built up into it as well. So Absolutely. I think it's, it is good that we're starting to push through that. Um, I had a question uh, around uh, makeup, actually. So sure. I'm really, really curious. So drag makeup, do you is do you paint differently if you're on a stream than if you would if you're in real life? Because I've noticed, and it might just be an aesthetical choice, but aesthetical. Um, but it's aesthetical. 
aesthetical. But um, <laughs> the new word would do. I've been looking at. I'm making. I'm making shit up. But I've just noticed that um, yourself and Evo, you have uh, like a white sort of highlights in places on on lips and noses and stuff that maybe I haven't seen that happen in in, in real life. Sure. Well, um, I I'm not sure about Evo, um, but the reason why I do it is I love. I went to school for illustration. And so what inspires me, even when I'm playing games, like my favorite games are ones with dramatic lighting. So like, so like just, just as a dumb example, like I love um, Mario Kart 8 and I love Super Smash Bros because they use light in such dynamic mm. ways. Like you can play okay. a regular Mario game and it's all very cartoony. It's all very flat, which I can appreciate also, mm -hmm. but I love superimposing and faking lighting like when i was a kid um i had these toys from resaurus which is like defunct like they don't make that that company doesn't exist anymore but they had um street fighter figures they had figures on all these different different properties and they would paint the lighting on them like they like they were Ooh. shaded really dramatically on the muscles and on the sides of them and stuff and like they were highlighted with paint on the front of their faces and stuff like that and so i use makeup to evoke and um mm. play with light and so mm. um when it comes to my lips and my nose like i'm shading them in certain ways to make them perceived in a certain way mm -hmm. and so when you add the shadow but also add the highlight in white you can exaggerate it even further and also i love makeup i worked um for matte cosmetics for like forever mm -hmm. and um when you're bored that's something we're actually going to bring up actually oh uh, yeah <laughs> I love that's I me. Love, that's me. That's me. Next question. <laughs> I love makeup. I love Mac. I love lots of different um, brands. Um, but I worked at Mac for a really long time. And when you were trying to um, fill in like gaps of time where you don't have a customer, you would paint makeup on a face chart, which was like a woman's face, just like you know the jawline, the eye shape, mm -hmm. the nose, the lips. But you'd fill it in with color, and you could take it really far and like really contour and highlight just using. Um, using light and using placement on a page. And so mm -hmm. I, I like that idea. And I sort of like took that idea from being makeup on a piece of paper to my face and retained some of the control of the, mm. the light and the highlights and stuff like that. And I would, I would say that um, Eva would probably say the same thing. Like it's, it's just about a dynamic play mm -hmm. of lights and darks and highlights and contours. Cause you can really achieve the, um, the fully realized effect by painting on the light. Cute. Yeah, it's it's funny. Again, you you mentioned your collaboration with uh, Mac Cosmetics. Um, yes. Would you like to do more stuff like that in the future? Like, is there a particular company that you'd want to work with in that fashion? Like, where do you see uh, that that kind of stuff going? Is there more collaborations in the future, and and who would that be with? I would absolutely love to do collaborations with makeup brands like that's just a dream come true because mm -hmm. i've been a makeup artist for 13 years and um when i started doing makeup i wanted like i wanted to be a model i wanted to do this i want to do that but then um there came a certain point of time where i was like i don't want to be the focus i want to be behind the camera i want to be like doing the model's makeup then i step off and the model shows the work but i've sort of come back and reclaimed that like I want to be the center of attention so it, so I um I would love to do collaborations like that I um I've only had 
Mac flew me. It was when I worked for the company, but they offered to fly me to New York to headquarters and um, do my drag because I didn't do my drag at work. I, I would, that would be my separate boy time. And then I'd have my dear drag time completely separate. Mm-hmm. And it was cool to mix them together. Um, besides that, ColourPop sent me their um, Animal Crossing collection. House Labs has sent me a few things. Oh, awesome. Sugar Pill has sent me a few things, but I would love to work with Anastasia or Sugar Pill or Mac, like doing something more hands-on than just like, oh, send me some of your product. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, that sounds awesome, actually. Yeah. I'd, mm-hmm. I'd makeup's love that just for you. so inspiring. Makeup is so cool. Yeah. It's awesome to just put literally sludge and dirt on your face and then you look different and the world perceives you different too i think that that is such a cool thing mm-hmm. makeup I'm, is so I'm cool to me absolutely terrible at it myself uh you look like gorgeous. I, i've been i've been looking you. at your lip color gorge um if we ever uh get together you'll have to do too much mine sometime like i would love it would and you go full bearded queen for me <laughs> yes boom let's do it would would you want mia would you want a soft like, would you want me to give you the soft glam, or would you want me to like, yes, yes, God, drags house down? Oh, uh, if we're doing it, we better go all <laughs> out. Yes, definitely. Love it. Mm-hmm. Boom, blonde wig. Yeah, that would be that would be fantastic. I I very much enjoy that. Um, I just I, love I makeup. makeup is so cool. The power of makeup, mm-hmm. it's just stunning. I I adore watching uh, sort of makeup tutorials and stuff, um, Trixie stuff that she does uh, on her on on her YouTube. It's just the power of transformation. It, it always it gets me every time. Um, hmm. It's it's a it's a slightly overused phrase, but do you find that your drag is an armor? Because obviously you spoke about in your acceptance speech, you speak about sort of take, taking on the trolls. Um, do you? Do do you find that drag gives you that confidence and that armor to sort of protect yourself in that in that battle? Absolutely, yes. So, like I mentioned, like um, taking those things that people nitpick or don't like about you or tell you to correct, mm-hmm. like taking those things and amplifying them into something that you're proud of. Like I believe that, like to my core. Like I, out of drag, I'm. I would say even. In drag, I'm sort of reserved. I'm not that out there and I'm not that crazy, but like out of drag, I'm very shy and introverted and drag allows me, even if it's just a little bit, it allows me to get out of my shell and be more myself and like be able to say and say the things that I might be afraid to say or be present Mm -hmm. for the things that I would normally run away from. Like it just, it gives me that extra push and that extra boost to, um, put my art and my personality and all the things that I want to show the world, it allows me to put them out there. Mm-hmm. And that's Safe. something that I think goes, Oh no, you, you say your thing first. I was going to say, I was going to say, would you say like a foundation is, could be considered a courage in a tube? Yeah. Okay. A lipstick and any sort of makeup item. Like I think when it comes to makeup, it's all personal, but like anyone out there that enjoys makeup, there's that one thing that like just makes them feel mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. complete or correct or just ready to take on the world and like really like it's it could be foundation it could be lipstick it could be mascara it can be like literally anything it could be your favorite hoodie whatever it is that you put on to like feel your best is that little push that you need and i think the drag really like is the 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 
full nine yards or whatever the expression mm-hmm. is. Like that's the the entire extra. I was I was um I, I I don't I find myself a slightly confident person anyway. But I was uh, put into drag um, by a, a retired old hag of a drag queen. Um, <laughs> it in, was me. No, no, no. Uh, in in it was in Key West, so we were sort of dealing with the fact it was like an eighty percent humidity anyway. Wow, um, and that's I, not good weather. For which that. it's not great, and it, the eyebrows couldn't stick down. No, um, no. And uh, but even so, but even even as shit as I was looking, um, I was sort of stomping around. We were, it was a bare weekend. Um, I was stomping around the swimming pool uh, in full in, in full glam, completely living my best life. So I'm I just, it. it's the sort of, um, there's a picture floating around somewhere on, on Instagram or something. But it's just, even as rough as that I looked in that, it still kind of gives you this weird kind of uh, confidence boost. Absolutely. Um, mm-hmm. That's mm-hmm. something that you'll find with 99% of drag performers or people that want or, or mm. even people like yourself, like you, you look up to drag or you enjoy drag. Mm-hmm. Um, when you're put into drags for the first time, even if you look like crap, I look like crap. Okay. <laughs> I look like crap. But um, the first time it's like, you literally have no self-awareness and it goes over your head. Yep. Like all those little things that are wrong with it. It's just, you feel your puss down deep in your soul mm-hmm. and nobody can touch you. And I think that that like permeates drag, whether you're starting it for the first time or you've been doing it for 20 years. Like, yeah, it just gives you that boost to take on the world. And I think um, I wanted to mention, Mia, you had mentioned, like, why is drag so mainstream or becoming popular or mm-hmm. um, to that effect? Um, the reason why it's popular on Twitch, not just because of COVID, it has had a boom from COVID happening because people are stuck in their homes and they still want to be expressive. They still want to do their art and these, there's an audience mm-hmm. for it, a, a bigger audience than there's ever been. But um, the reason that it happened for me and happened for so many people like the stream Queens um, it's because no matter where you live in the whole world, um, if you've got time to yourself in your room and you've got a camera and you've got a mic, like you can do drag and you can, have an outlet for that part of yourself that depending on your home life or your friends or your family or your work or the geographic place where you're at, like if it's not okay to do it at that time, you can put it on the internet and people can still see it and enjoy it and Mm. love it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, It's funny that you, you talked about, uh, well, we mentioned like, again, using the, using drag as, as kind of like an armor and, and like dealing with, trolls and all kinds of horribleness especially on twitch as a platform i actually noticed when um you got uh the pogchamp uh for that period of time that you jumped into the trenches on on twitter and you were literally like engaging uh with uh the people the naysayers and stuff and yeah. you're just being like so like gracious about it and just being like yeah well you know you you, you weren't like attacking them or anything like that or even defending yourself you were literally like almost trying to like bring them around to be like okay i get that you've got a problem with it but like maybe maybe look at it a different way um that was absolutely fantastic to see um obviously some people would be very very combative in that situation as you know that's absolutely fine too uh, because trolls be trolls but um for sure with that situation and, and situations that like that is um 
is are there any particular challenges that come with being that visible as an LGBTQ streamer on the platform? Well, I th- I first I firstly want to say anyone that comes to me and is like you're wearing a lot of makeup, like you are this way, you're that way, like visually, like I'm pretty sure I know what I look like. Like I took mm-hmm. several hours to put this on, so it's not a surprise to me that I'm wearing heavy makeup. It's not a surprise to me that my hair is big. It's not a surprise to me that I have big boobs. Like, it's not a surprise to me. I I paid for all of it. I put it on myself. So anything that they're saying is not a surprise to me. And I grew up effeminate in the United States where, mm. like, you know, you're like little boys aren't mm-hmm. supposed to be effeminate. You're not sp- supposed to play with the Barbie dolls, stuff like that that I said earlier. So I've anything that someone says to me on the internet, like I've heard it before and it's yeah. not a surprise. And like, you that. if, if those things were important to me, I wouldn't put drag on myself. I wouldn't become a target for this harassment that people want to, mm-hmm. that people look like people turn on the computer and look for people that look like me to make fun of. Yeah. So, um, not a surprise. Don't care. Don't need your opinion. But if you do give me your opinion, thank you for the engagement. <laughs> Um, exactly yeah use use the haters to your advantage yeah i i just i i think that it's like a joke because like drag to me is serious enough where it's my job and it's what i put my time and my money and everything i do towards but it's not so serious that like i can't take a joke that i can't just roll with the punches um the people that like really take it seriously like this shouldn't be on the internet or like i don't want a child to see this or like that's a man when it gets really transphobic like i have a problem with it but they're just exposing themselves for the joke that they are they're trying to yeah, make me out to be exactly. the butt of the joke but they're mm-hmm. the real joke because i i know now that i don't want to ever interact with that person i want to mm-hmm. interact with the people that like it or like want to know more about it or, or at least respectful because at least a lot of the criticism was transphobic and rude and homophobic and awful and terrible. But there was a lot of commentary that were like, that doesn't capture the original pog emote. And I think that that's fair. I think it's fair to compare and contrast things like that, but it's like, have some, have some dignity. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's a little bit of a, like a stupid thing to complain about though. It's obviously, you know, the the point isn't necessarily matching the emote one for one. Otherwise, they'd only choose yeah. like some uh, white supremacist uh, yeah. <laughs> to do the next emote. So yeah. Uh, so yeah, it's uh, it's worth like shaking up a little there and actually like offering. I actually love what they did with that and like offering like more uh, diverse members of the community yeah. into that situation. Absolutely, that was, that was good to see. I obviously want to further my career, so I will not say no to Twitch. But I mm. also think. At the same time, I am very cognizant and aware of the fact that I can have the ability to represent my community with the gaming awards, with the LGBTQIA2 plus community tag and et cetera, um, the drag community. Like I have so many people that I can represent with um, putting myself out there. And so I will absolutely graciously take the offer so that people can feel represented because for as many people hate it, like there were a lot of people that were trying to ratio that post and ratioing is like when, when something is commented on more or retweeted more than it's liked. And that means it's a bad thing, but that post got thousands and thousands and thousands and thousands of likes. And the comments were only in the three K. So like more people liked it than they didn't. 
Yeah, exactly. exactly. Yeah, exactly. And it, it, it was, and it's not a topic for now, obviously, because we can probably sit for the rest of the evening talking about it. But it, it was a ballsy move by Twitter, uh, Twitch, to uh, to sort of throw um, or be perceived to throw sort of diverse communities sort of under that mm-hmm. under that pressure. But I, I think you stood up to it well, and I think you absorbed a lot of the the shit. And uh, there was even some comments, obviously, made at the gaming awards as well. Um, like on on twitter afterwards i think and it was just amusing sort of watching you sort of troll up and down and sort of go back at everybody and just if they come to your space you're allowed to reply to them and it's funny that hardly any of them reply back to you because they've lost that power some of the ones reply back to me and they're like lol how much time do you have like like you're verified why do you have the time and i'm like you commented to me like <laughs> like i'm just why being would, polite why wouldn't i reply back to someone that's tagging me on stuff like i mean if if you're tagging somebody why would you be surprised if they responded whether it's good or bad exactly i mean you're, they, you're, they, you're they putting it on see my the inherent, inherent irony in them saying that when they took the time to go out and try and make somebody's day a little bit worse which yeah. is like you're spending your time in a much better way than they are which is you know that's the point. And I'm a content creator. I have nothing going on till I stream. So, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I have got nothing on. I can sit here talking <laughs> to you for the for the rest of the evening if I want to. Yeah. Um, you mentioned the stream queens uh, a couple of times. That's uh, mm-hmm. obviously the Twitch team. Um, what inspired you to get that started, and and how did that all come about? Well, in 2016 is when I started, and I did not see a lot of drag happening. I, if I'm honest, I saw no drag happening when I started, like the day I started a few months into starting, but like, it's because discoverability was not that great on Twitch and it still could mm. be better, but at least like now we have, um, oh, we have a drag worse. tag. Yeah. I, mean, yeah, yeah. It, I mean, we had communities back then, but also anyone mm. could start a community. So like I mm. joined the LGBTQIA plus community, but if you type that in, like, if someone didn't like that one, they could start their own. They could start their own. Like yeah, it could, it right, could like okay. keep going and going. Yeah. So it would. It's discovery. Discoverability was still tough. Um, and so when I first started, I saw no one at all. But I um, I discovered Drag Trashly and Elix and Chalora and um, Samira Close is really popular in Brazil, um, and it just started to become more and more obvious that like people want to consume drag. People want to come and talk to a drag queen live or a drag king live or um, just drag artists. They want to interact with them. So I just, I wanted to keep rolling with it. And I soon discovered that when you're partnered, you can, you can create a team yourself. Only partners can Mm -hmm. make teams. So then I made it like my own goal that I would talk about on stream. I'm like, when I'm partnered, there's going to be a drag team to unify and promote Mm. discoverability of drag artists and so um when i became partnered in 2018 there it was we made it and um, we've got 67 members we've got more and more members all the time because drag is just drag at its core is self-expression but it's also become lucrative too so people can um do their drag and get a paycheck and get coin and be able to support their drag even further, especially on Twitch because it's so so accessible. Hmm. Are there um are there any particular like places you'd like to take that Twitch team in in the future? Like do uh, specific like events and and things like that, like either like digitally or or in real life. 
um, permitting, obviously. Like, well, what do you see the uh, like the future as for uh, stream? Uh, yeah, for the stream queens. Sorry. What a beautiful and attractive question. Thank you so much for asking it. Actually, right now, today, on our official twitch.tv slash streamqueens channel, it's happening right now, we have a, um, a Black History Month event called Reclaiming My Time. It's organized by all of our Black members, and it includes so many collaborators of both the drag world as well as the Twitch world, but just celebrating um, Blackness and beautifulness. Um, today's the third day, so it's the last day, but all of the previous days, it was a three-day event, is on the channel, if anyone wants to check it out. And in December, we had Stream Queens Con, which was actually so much fun. It was a four-day event. It was over 40 hours of just nonstop drag and queer content, and all those VODs are on our channel also. But it's like literally panel after panel after panel after panel. Like, it's just so much cool stuff, and... Um, Reclaiming My Time is happening right now. I believe it's going on all day. Cute. But I would love to be able to do stuff in person. I've been able to um, have a Stream Queens uh, a Stream Queens panel at TwitchCon, and I'd love to have a sequel. Nice. That, that was the most packed room, bitch. Like, mm. It was like literally we had people waiting outside our room trying to get in, and we broadca- it was broadcast on Twitch, and everyone just loved it. It was just so cool. Um, I'd love to have meetups or in-person shows um you know it depends on what happens but right now we're focusing on um periodic events on our official channel where we can group up together and celebrate things as a team cute um well i'm really looking forward to that um, i tried to put the link to the stream queens uh in the chat that didn't work i put a v in and meabyte then put the right one in so click on the meabyte links not not my one um once the pandemic is under control, um, and I, I think we're getting there, um, we obviously just talked about the the sort of potential for sort of like live meetups and stuff. Um, but do you have personally any plans um, for sort of things going forward, like either on or off stream? Um, well, if if the whole world recovers and it's fine and it's returned to normal, I doubt that it would be anything would be normal for a while no. now. At least our normal before, but. Um, I would love to visit the UK for the, yeah. the Gaming Awards 2022. Definitely. <laughs> um, I would just I I would love to get back to conventions. I love conventions because mm. I can meet people that like resonate with me as a person and me with my content. And I love meeting them. I love meeting stream queens and other streamers um, in real life, people that I've known for a while in real life. Um, I would love to just go to a restaurant and have a drink at a table that yeah. isn't outside yeah um, yeah, yeah. I'm with you there yeah that'd be <laughs> we we haven't had a I personally and but it's the same for our, our area of the UK um we haven't had uh the ability to have a drink in person since August last year um like most of our hospitality has been closed uh since September uh, all the way through to now I walked into McDonald's the other day and they threw me out saying they were drive through only. I was so sad. <gasps> I why, why did they have the doors? Buy a there? car, bitch. Yeah. <laughs> it's a, I, I was just going to walk through the drive through instead. That, that's, uh, I was so Oops. sad. They had like a, a, a triple triple cheeseburger now and I just wanted to try one. Just oh, one. Yeah. I have not had anything in over a year at this point and I'm just like. Wow. And they're like from, a, from McDonald's. You've had other food from McDonald's. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've yeah. had food in general. Yeah, <laughs> recently. Um, 
I would just love to just have in-person things. But yeah. um, for me and drag, I would love to make like in-person um, appearances, not mm-hmm. just at cons, like at mm-hmm. bars or something. But that that gets into a weird area where it's like, I get in drag five days a week and it's mm. for my work. Mm. And so if I'm going to a club, that's a sixth day in drag, which wouldn't mm. be for work unless they booked me, but I don't know yep. if I want bookings. So it's just like a weird place, but I'd figure it out if yeah, it was possible. I can imagine. Yeah. Well, maybe you can convince uh, Twitch to do a uh, drag show at the next TwitchCon, maybe. Oh, just a full on drag show with all the content creators. That is, um, stay tuned. Oh, oh. <laughs> Heard it here first, everybody. Um, <laughs> um, we always finish our interview uh, with quickfire questions. Um, so it's uh, it's snappy. It's the first thing that comes to your mind. Uh, and, uh, and yeah, so Mia, do you want to kick off? Yeah, of course. Uh, quickfire questions. Remember, these are just the first thing off the top of your head. You don't have to think about this unless you okay. really want to, in which okay. case we're just going to put more pressure on you anyway. Oh. Uh, quick, snappy, let's go. What was your favorite game this last year? uh this last year um animal crossing cool Cool. uh what was the one game that defined your childhood mortal kombat 2 wow that was fast nice um who's your favorite video game character melina nice uh what game do you most want a sequel to alien isolation (gasps) who would be your dream stream guest lady gaga nice we've heard um, that before haven't we we've heard we have we have had yeah. gaga has made him has, has yeah, made a, yeah. an appearance on this podcast so good. verbally um and uh what game are you most looking forward to coming out um there's nothing really on my radar alien isolation 2 yeah maybe yeah eventually that, um, that'll be the thing we're, we're starting forward. it now the petition oh. for alien isolation 2 <laughs> yeah. let's go oh 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 uh, redacted go back go back woo, 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 woo. resident evil 8 with that tall lady yes, yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, lady, yeah. um, d- so d- something or another d- yeah d- mm-hmm. dimitrescu that's it mm-hmm. yeah and um if it's rumors if we're talking rumors then silent hill sequel or resident evil outbreak sequel but i great. feel like resident yeah. evil outbreak would never get a sequel but like it was <laughs> apparently on a list somewhere so i'm just mm-hmm. i'm hoping but it, it's it's doubtful for me yeah we can we live in hope we live in hope big resident evil fan here as well so yeah, i'm right there with you so uh yeah last uh last quick fire question which doesn't have to be quick fire you can get into this as much as you want uh where can people find your content and what have you got coming up on the channel do you like drag do you like video games we'll never fear deer is here you can find me at twitch.tv slash deer um I'll definitely be playing Dead by Daylight um, until forever. Um, I just like scary games, so I will play random scary games whenever I feel like it. Um, Sometimes they're scheduled. Sometimes they are collaborations. um, But nothing quite on my radar at the moment. So Dead by Daylight and then whatever game people recommend to me i played at dead of mm-hmm. night the other day oh my god that was crazy Ooh. have you ever played that i have no i have no idea what it's about i kind of want to ask what it's about now do you, we, we do, you do you know like do you know point and click adventures 
Yes, like kind Link's of. Island, Day of the Tentacle. Yeah, yeah. Like those old like LucasArts awesome ones. Yes. Yeah. So, have you ever heard of Harvester? I had not. No. It's fucked. Don't play it. But, okay, um, I won't. It's a live action point and click. So like the world oh, is like a CGI slash photographed place. Um, and so that's what this game is. You're like in a hotel and half of it is photographs and half of it is CGI. But the people that you interact with are real life like videos like it's an uh, fm it's an fm yeah it's like an fmv game like, i think um, i saw the trailer for this it looks amazing actually yeah. it was so cool it's, it's mm-hmm. so weird if you like jump scares it is just all jump scares jump scares don't really scare me so i'm just like that didn't scare me but I, what, I was, what was, was really that called cool. again just just so at, i can put it in my brain at dead of night dead and of it is night. very interesting it's like you're uncovering a mystery on why this man is so mad Ooh, yeah it's like the, the hotel owner or something like that from yeah, the trailer I saw. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You're in a hotel. Um, this guy is attacking you. He, he kidnapped your friends and locked them in rooms. And you're trying to figure out what set him off. What happened in this hotel? What's the history of it? What led him to be the way he is today? And mm-hmm. how can we escape? Yeah. Uh, so make sure you go over to the, the channel and check out the VOD for that. I'm assuming it's up there at the moment. So, yeah. yeah. Totally do that. Cute. Mm. Awesome. Um, dear, thank you so much for joining us today. Um, that's the end of our podcast. Um, it is. So much. Yeah, thank it. you for having me. It's been such a pleasure. It's been an absolute oh, pleasure. An, an honor for your award winningness uh, exactly. on the show. I'm so proud. Mm. Thank you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, I will say, I'm just going to wrap this up as I usually do by saying thank you so much for joining us on this episode, this very, very special episode of the gaming podcast live uh we will be back in about two weeks time as per usual um in the meantime don't forget to uh keep reading gaming magazine and you can also go to gamingmag.com forward slash discord and join the discord and check out all the cute awesome stuff that's on there uh, until you see us again so yeah Come and interact with us there too. Right, uh, without further ado, we are done. So I hope you all have a fantastic day, night, morning, evening, whatever time it is for you. And uh, we'll see you all next time. Bye for now. Bye. 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 <laughs>